0: Attention! Attention! Overly blunt in this one. First to mention, gotta get your Thursday right for the weekend. Overly blunt podcast for the treatment. Keeping this shit a hundred and not a notch low, cause ninety nine too far from a hundred. New week, new Thursday. Oh, Yo, yo, what's good, everyone? This is the Overly Blunt Podcast. This is the only podcast we're keeping in ninety nine. It's way too far from one hundred. It's a new week. It's a new Thursday. It's your host, Chris X Matt. Today's a special episode. Because I've actually been uh, following this person for a while, or this business, I would say. And um, I'm excited because we're finally... In- I've always said I wanted to incorporate different type of people on the podcast. I didn't want to just be stuck doing artists or or um, just like music-related things. I don't want to get boxed into this hip-hop podcast, into a music podcast, because I like other things. And right now, I'm really into this whole new uh, vegan wave and this whole new movement that's happening. And I really am enjoying how... They're veganizing a lot of our favorite foods that we had growing up, so it makes it a lot easier to transition and try to um, just indulge in the lifestyle or, or just give it a, ch- a chance. So today on the Overly Blown Podcast, I have with me uh, Jesse Amaro from Love Amaro Pizzeria. What's, what's up, good, man? What's up? I what's up? Uh, was good.
1: How you doing today? I'm
0: good, bro. Uh, I just want to say thank you for coming through and accepting it. It was, it was easy. I just really just commented and you were like, yeah, I'm, I'm game. And I'm like, word, I <laughs> say less. Like, les. And um, yeah, so I've I just been watching you. I've been watching your whole, uh, well, since I started following you, whole, your whole journey so far from uh, this whole pizzeria, this vegan pizzeria. Yeah. Um, But I want to start actually with uh, where you're from originally. You're from Riverside?
1: Uh, I was born in uh, East L.A. and we moved to Riverside, I think I was like seven, eight around that time. Obviously, you're you're an IE kid, huh? Yeah, yeah, definitely.
0: Um, Growing up, what part of Riverside? Uh, Rupa Valley. Rupa Valley, yeah. And how was it uh, your journey growing up at Riverside? So
1: there's nothing there. (laughs) (laughs) We moved in Now it's Now
0: it's crazy the market that it's grown into, huh? Yeah, because
1: before it was like nothing. Like it was like dirt, no street lights. You hear crickets, you smell poop everywhere. I I actually,
0: yeah, I I was born in Fullerton, but I was raised here my whole life. Like this house. Been here forever, and um, I love Riverside, man. Yeah, and I just like what it's becoming and the way it's growing and the way it's um, just oh, people yeah. are showing love. Like you don't yeah. have to go to LA no more for a lot of for a lot no. of things. You can no, people no, are coming no. to IE. Yeah, especially this whole uh this whole vegan wave. It's hitting the IE hard, and I think we I think we have better vendors than the actual than LA.
1: I think we uh we strive harder um because we see like the big LA crowd. and Everyone kind of goes to LA, and like the LA uh, vendors are obviously awesome. Um, but we also want to give our people here in the Inland Empire um, something to strive for, something that they're proud of, to say, hey, you know what, we have these vendors. It's not these just these big, giant vendors that are in L.A. or just somewhere else. We also have them here at the L.A., and we have something to, I'm um, sorry, in the Inland Empire, and we have something to show for that, and I think it's us two of the vendors that are in here in the Inland Empire to represent that, to showcase that, and to really strive harder because we are the second look. We are the one going to the Inland Empire for, and it's for all the same reasons, mm-hmm. but it's fun to say, well, I take on that challenge and let's let's go for that challenge and yeah. game on.
0: It kind of like the whole music scene too. Like, yeah. if people from IE actually rep LA, which is kind of whack. Yeah. Like, when they do music. But, uh, growing up, you had a, uh, you weren't vegan, right? You no, know? no, no, no. I turned a uh, full vegan when uh, this, uh, last September. Last September. Yeah. And, uh, well, what was the, what was the inspiration behind that?
1: Um, a lot of inspiration is, I started in Colorado Springs at a resort and, um, a lot of our food, like say if someone came with uh, the banquets and there's a lot of like gluten free people, vegetarian people, uh vegan people, there's a lot of just just in general. The gluten free people, we will change like the whole menu, the all the sauces, like mm-hmm. just everything. And I remember with uh, the vegan people, they would just give them like just some like vegetables, rice, pasta, just some blame. just like what the hell is that? Like yeah, yeah, this seventy five bucks, like you're a chef. That's like at this top level resort, why are you performing here for this person that's still paying seventy five dollars? And I didn't understand that. And then when I try to, like, tell them, like, you know, we need like, step it up. We need to do some more. Everyone kind of just like me crazy. Like, what are you talking Dude, they're vegan. Like, they don't eat anything. They eat, like, vegetables and rice. Like, oh, you idiot. So then I love researching and just, like, kind of just getting deep into things. And then I kind of just started researching kind of what, like, veganism was. Like, what they're talking about. Like, what can I get into, like, different grains? Like, what can I do with, like, avocado turn into a butter? Kind of do different things and just present it at this high level rate um, at a resort. And if you're a customer that came into my resort... And you're a vegan i personally walked out to you showed you your thing it was way better than everyone else's plate because in the, the day it was just grains and vegetables so you I took did- the initiative to make yeah. the dish yourself i'm like here like yeah. i got you wow and i'm using no, no mock meats or fake like asada it was just yeah. i a chef i know how to do vegetables i know how to extract flavors i know how to get colors out and put textures and i just used all the training i ever had and just focused on like dude this is pretty cool because no one's doing this like this is this is for me like a frontier where like there's no cookbook coming like, it's like mm-hmm. show me how to do this yeah. like no, no no talk show yeah. no like yeah. this is like pretty cool like it's a challenge because in the, the day like if you want to do a steak oil salt pepper that's all you need like it's yeah. so boring like it's the same flavors over and over where this was like whoa like this is like ooh, I can make textures with this and I can start messing with like mm-hmm. corns and like colors yeah. are green you know that's true yeah. but you you're saying
0: you're you're a, you're a chef. Yeah. So, yeah, you went you to culinary school, you have experience
1: yeah. in chef. Um, I went to culinary school here in Inland Empire, uh, the Riverside Culinary Academy. Um, I started my mission with uh, the Mission Inn Hotel, the resort, and started from there. I opened up my first hotel in Ontario. Um, the, Your own hotel? No, it was a, a house, uh, I can't remember the name, the Hilton uh, Garden Inn, mm. Port Street. Um, opened up from the beginning uh, to get that started. And then I started going to like steakhouses and I started doing country clubs and then I had kids so I went back into the resort business and then just boom from the resort business started just uh, excelling like, as an executive uh, banquet chef, went to the executive chef and then my last place was um, Cheyenne Mountain Resort, the Cheyenne and Colorado Springs. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you really took, um, you made use of your culinary yeah. degree or whatever certificate? Yeah. And so you always had a passion for cooking? Oh, since, yeah. Since I can remember. Since you were little? Yeah. Was that because of your mom or because uh, of... My mom's
1: mom, uh, my grandma, Mm -hmm. uh, she used to work, like, in, like, back in the day, like, savons when they had, like, a kitchen, like, captures when it was, like, a full-on, like, kitchen like food, you know? So naturally inside our regular kitchen, she's making, like, tortillas and, like, biscuits and, like, all this, like, stuff. Like, she's moving, like, just so fast and, like... It's her, Like, how do you know? Like, how much salt? Like, how, mm-hmm. like, how do you know? And she's like, just like that, and just like this, and just like that. Yeah, that's like, my mom too. Yeah. Like, how do you know that? Mm-hmm. And just I think from there, it was just a fascination of like, I love food.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Just a yeah. fascination. I love food. That's yeah, yeah. My mom's the same way. I'm like, mom, tell me how to do that. your your bbs yeah. sauce. He's like, oh, I can't give you the recipe. It's like I just eyeball it. And just taste it and it's like, oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That yeah, that's magic right there. Yeah. So after. Uh, um, culinary school. You started
1: working just for the resorts and the and the businesses and all that stuff. Yeah, I got a, like a lot of teachings, a lot of um of who I am from the mission and resort. Um, those dudes over there are beasts. They just a, that resort in general. Um, it just pushes out numbers. It's just it's just a powerhouse of a resort. And if you don't know what you're doing, if you have a weak personality, if you can't take pressure, if you can't just go and go, you're, a lot of people just quit from that job because it was just so under pressure, just just nonstop, just giving. But if you endure that kind of like, that training, it's kind of like martial arts. If you endure like something that hard and you go for something that, that great, like it just gets, your 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 muscle memory just comes right. a part of it and you just yeah. start becoming part of that big system. And then when you go to other places that are small, like, oh, this is like, Kate, this is, this is so easy <laughs> <laughs> compared to what I just came from. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, you know, now you just mentioned pressured and I see you working your, your, your stands, your, your setup and you're really by yourself most of the time. Yeah. And you, you, a lot of people that be getting there, and I be seeing you, bro, like me a... Sh- 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 <laughs> and I'm like, yo, this guy is really fast, yeah. and the quality is always there too. So, yeah, you could you definitely can handle the pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just as what this Saturday, I went to go get, I, I went to your little the Terra Vista Farmers Market. Every Saturday, y'all in the IE Rancho area can um go. He's there. Um, yeah, nine to two. And nine to two, and I went. And right, I was the first one, right when I, I want to go get some of those stuff real quick, came back, and you had a whole group, and you are by yourself, I'm like, damn, I right. <laughs> like came right on time.
1: Yeah, mostly like just because of the, of the math of it, um, if I'm not going to serve more than 60 pizzas in a day, then I'll just try to do it myself. Um, it averages like three minutes per, per, uh, per pizza, so like 20 pizzas per minute, I mean, per hour. Um, and then past that, like I need, I need a cashier, so that's when, that's when I'm bringing a cashier um, to do it. And then by doing that, too, I love being the example. Um, And it kind of shows other vendors, and I can see when I'm around other vendors, and they see me kind of do it that Mm -hmm. way, they get motivated, like, dude, like, I have, like, five people, and this fool's only doing it by (laughs) himself, and he set it up, and he broke it down, (laughs) and I could see them see me, like, do that, and they are just watching, it's like, if I could do it, so can you, because I'm no one special, I don't have superhuman powers, I'm not a special human being, I'm a normal, everyday human being, if I could do it, so can you.
0: When you were growing up, did you always, like, was that your dream, though, to be a chef, or be involved with food, or is it just where it led you, or...
1: Yeah, just food, just always been a problem Because both my families on both sides could cook very, very well. Um, mm-hmm. I just was just blessed with the family. Just to know how to cook everything, not everything, but just very well food. And when I was going to high school, I was going to try to be a fireman. I was going to like fire technology and taking classes like in college for that. And then I got in a car accident, messed so up my right knee, had like reconstruction surgery. And when I was going to be a fireman, my plan was like, "Oh, I'm gonna be the guy that cooks like in the morning with the breakfast, my <laughs> like, barbecue. Like that's gonna be me." Yeah. And then I was sitting at home one day and. um I have like staples in my knees and stuff and that's when the Le Cordon Blue commercials came on on TV and I was like, "Wait a minute, like that's a real job?" <laughs> yeah. you yeah, yeah. Like, You pay like real money for doing that? Like, yeah. "Oh, I could do that." Like, I could do that all day and then I just went and that school wasn't right for me and then uh in the empire was pretty much my fit and it just took off. And, you, but, but, and obviously what the this the stuff you learn is more uh is non-vegan stuff, right? No. So what you learn in culinary school, cause I thought that too when I, when I went was like, "You know, what am I going to learn? Like what am I going to what am I gonna like? What are they gonna teach me? And what they teach you is a skill. They teach you how I could get this carrot and make five things out of this carrot. I could get this corn and take the corn custom and use that and use the silks and use, you could do so many things with one little thing. It's a technique of how to do that job. So once you learn the techniques and the different things that things do, and a lot of times, a lot of times you figure things out with mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like you accidentally put that stuff in there, or you accidentally mix that, and it's like, whoa, like that flavor, that's a whole new flavor. Like, what is that flavor? And the only way to achieve like those flavors or this new, um, it's almost like creating because you really are just getting something that's nothing and you're creating something that's like, that it wasn't at all. You right, know? It's, yeah. it's it's kind of, it's kind of cool actually. Um, you just kind of just go from there and just kind of just build just from there.
0: So that's so why basically you, you were tied in there just to break, try to use the most of your food. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Cause you really could. Yeah. Have you seen people use like the orange peels and the lemon peels? And I'm like, yo. It's really more complicated than what it is. Yeah, because you know, growing up, I'm, you know, you know, my, my mom kicks more obviously, more traditional, and just growing up is is, is very just. It's kind of crazy just thinking back or looking back. It's like, yo, we really had dead, 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 dead all day, like animal, like just yeah. everything. Yeah, and it's crazy. And now my mom like. Because of me, I kind of just influenced her a little bit more to just watch what she's eating yeah. now she's cheese less meat, she'll try to eat more veggies, she'll try to do more like incorporate vegetarian meals or something and it's amazing to me to just to see that just to be the I guess an inspiration. Yeah.
1: Are you the first one in your family to go like full vegan yeah, uh, so when I was in a resort doing that stuff, I naturally started kind of going vegan I went like it's like I never longed to lay myself because I was just a chef and I just didn't want to be a diet like, yeah, I, yeah, I just, yeah. You know, I'm not a diet I'm just I eat what I eat, I eat, what mm-hmm. I eat. um. So I naturally kind of started being that way. So when I got here, too, I was looking for like vegan stuff, just because like, all right, I lost a lot of weight from doing that. Like, like this is the better way of eating. If I want to live to one hundred and seventeen years, to like be in their life and see my grandkids, right? You exactly. Know, I want to eat more. That's healthier. real. So that's that's <laughs> kind of where that diet came from. And then when I got here, um, I met a protester named Robin, um, and then the the vendors uh, Just Begun, Jay, and Yannette, They're working right next to me, and they really showed me why it wasn't a diet. Because at first, I was like, No, I'm not a, a vegan pizzeria. You know, I have vegan stuff, I have gluten free stuff, and I have uh, regular pizza stuff because I feed everybody. I'm a chef, mm-hmm. and they're just like, No, you don't understand. Like, just, just, it's not a diet. Like, dude, yes, it is. Because when I go talk to vegans, like, Oh, I'm eating Oreos, I need the reals. Like, I don't even eat that. I'm not a vegan. Like, <laughs> the hell, dude. Like, don't eat that. I, like, yeah, you know, you're right. Like, what are you talking about? So I was like, No, I'm not that diet. I'm not that thing. Like, that's, that's, I love like what they stand for, but what they're doing kind of just doesn't, you know. And once Robin kind of showed me, uh, earthlings. And once I kind of seen that, um, another one called uh, Terra, and there's another one too. It kind of just really put everything in a ball of, like, whoa, like, like this is more than a diet. Like, this is way more than a diet. It's really a lifestyle, bro. It's like way more. It's like so much more.
0: That's why I don't claim, I don't claim vegan myself because it's like so many aspects to it. It's like, okay, cool. You cut out the meat, you cut out the dairy. Okay, cool. But you still probably rock some leather that's made from animal. Yep. like everything everything bro your like
1: elbows, your, your sugar
0: everything yeah. got animal and like, bro it's crazy mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's hard honey toothpaste it's like mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of things it's, it's crazy when you think about it because that's why I never I can't claim it because I feel like a lot of stuff even I feel like even detergent down to the detergent that we use like everything got just just, just the best
1: thing to do is look at your money look what your life is look at where you really spend your money on because a lot of times we spend our money on the most dumbest things and it takes a big chunk of our money without really like realizing it and if you put your money into, like, things that are, you know, not using animal products, um, you're not wearing, like, like on my house, I really try to do everything vegan as much as possible. Um, the label try to read to see, like, you know, what this animal product is going to be used on it. It's because, oh, it's going to cost more, but it's like, you know what? If I'm vegan, this is what's making the difference. Like, this is what's gonna change things it might be hard for now because imagine the vegans before like this whole phase that's true like those OG ones that were just like i have nothing like i have (laughs) nothing i got carrots and avocados bananas like dude those are the for real ones like and they didn't watch a documentary they just felt it they just knew was wrong Mm -hmm. they just knew that this is a better way this is not how you do it like these are lies these are eyes like and just they felt that so that's like for them to do that like that's way harder even then i think because like they're real there was nothing, you know, yeah, there was no one supporting you. There was no, nothing. The label did not have to say what it really had to say in it, you know, so you couldn't even be sure. Like, I got to just cook everything. like.
0: But how, how do you feel about veganism not hitting the mainstream though? And now it become, now it's, we're spoiled now, I feel like. And now it's like now it's more so vegan junk food. Yeah,
1: I think, um, I always try to look at everything in, in two different ways, um, Going vegan, it, it's going to help the world much, you know, because it's 124,000 acres of rainforest gets burned down a day. 91% of it's due to uh, to fa- uh, factory farming.
0: Wait, say that again?
1: 124,000 acres gets burned down a day. 91% of it goes down for factory farming. The reason for that is, if you're thinking of it this way, if you could eat corn, like in one sitting at dinner time, I could probably put down like maybe five, six, if I'm, all I'm eating is just corn, how much does one cow put down a day for one sitting? How many cops could one cow um, eat? And then think about how many cobs grow on one corn stalk. How many corn stalks you need to feed one cow for one day? And that's a dairy cow. It needs more corn, more soy, because it's producing milk. And now producing milk, you're producing male cows that are just veal. So these baby cows are being chained to their neck. Then they get slaughtered to a slaughterhouse. It it's a horrible system of just, you know
0: Damn. Yeah. Wow. You really broke that down. Yeah.
1: Like That's a lot.
0: Of I didn't never looked at it with the corns and the cows like that. Yeah, you're right. Because 'cause you're gonna yeah, yeah.
1: You
0: know, so that's just it's. it's wow. <laughs> See, because I mean, I, I'm not even gonna lie. I'm, I I would say I'm more so. I I I, can't, I I say I'm more selfish because I never stop. I didn't stop eating meat because of the animals. I say, I would so uh, so um, say so or more so say I more so did it because, like, I know it's not good for us. You know, I, I saw the health the health of yeah. the the uh, the cons of eating meat of the, the cancer it causes the colon cancer and all that. So that's why I was like, you know what, I am gonna step away from it and you know having like in my roommate he's a uh, he's he was he hasn't he doesn't eat meat so just having him around more is like okay cool you know like, it's easy i could do this and then at, around the time i try to kind of just stop cutting it out i come across pages like yours and and then I started seeing everybody like you be tagging and I'm like yo it's it's easy I could you could you could do anybody could do this and hey, it actually tastes better than regular non-vegan <laughs> yeah, food yeah like a lot <laughs> <laughs> by a lot. far bro yeah. people, like, people won't believe that's the crazy part like, the other day I, twe- I had Jade's, uh, we had Jade sushi oh uh, bro Damn. bro Fire, right? oh man Fire. and uh top five <sighs> I, I did not even like regular sushi. And I loved it. And I tweeted it like, yo, I just had vegan sushi and I liked it better. And I only had regular sushi once. And someone was like, that was tragic. And I was like, <laughs> y'all can't really, I can't relate. Like, I don't know, man. Like, people used to be so close minded to it. But uh, I remember when I came across your page and I was like, yo, pizza. Like, okay. And that's how I seen all the different types of pizza. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, I wanna try that, cause obviously I had the cheese. Cause you can go anywhere and get like a veggie pizza, but yeah. I'm like, okay, it's full vegan. And you make your own dough, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. So then when I tried that, I was like, Oh yeah. I was like, yeah, it has <laughs> the, the crust is the best part. Yeah. <laughs> the That's fluffy I'm, part. I'm the fluffy part. Yeah. No. <laughs> but now you incorporated all these new things like the the Luna and the and the um what was it the 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 boat. Yeah. And I've just seeing like just all the different things you're using now with the you doing desserts now with mm-hmm. your with your dough the torta I just seen yeah, the, the, the image door door I was door, like yeah. yo this guy really okay like it's it's fun you're making it fun you're making it you like people should try it like
1: yeah. I I don't know it's uh, when I get because a lot of people a lot of people will come to my booth and I never got this in my regular life which is kinda, It's just kind of it's so it's weird so it kind of throws you off guard especially when you're in the mood and you're just going and like someone just comes with questions kind of like I probably give them like a mean face or something mm-hmm. but they always come and be like I like me like. Okay, like what the <laughs> hell, like okay. <laughs> but hold on, let me ask you this:
0: Do you try to convince people? Like, are you that person that tries to be like, "Don't so, eat me,
1: bro." So if they do come up and say like me, what y'all? What I usually do is say, "Okay, let me give you a pizza."
0: Mm. And they're like, well I
1: was like, "I'll just give it to you. Just take it home and just see what you have because at the end of the day, you don't like the taste of meat. And this is like how the fact I can I can make this like for everyone to hear." In the barbecue championship, everyone kind of gets their pork from the same slaughterhouse. They try to get the high-end pork because they're going for like thousands of thousands of dollars. So they're trying to get the high greatest pork. Well, they all kind of do. Mm-hmm. If pork was so great and tasty, then why are we seasoning the pork? Why were we putting so many things on there? The mm-hmm. reason the barbecue championships are winning is because it's the paprika they're using. It's the smoke they're using. The salt. Or if they're getting brown sugar and smoking their brown sugar. What kind of wood they're using. That's why they're winning. Because the actual taste of pork... We try to mask that flavor so much because pork is gross by itself when it's naturally by itself. I bet. Chicken, (laughs) think about chicken. When someone had under-seasoned chicken, that's horrible. (laughs) It tastes like horrible. It's so bland. It's so, it's just, the taste (laughs) is just horrific. But if it's seasoned well, it tastes delicious, right? So with that same mentality, my tofu has zero flavor. So all I could do now is impact it with nothing but clean, fresh flavors. Mm. That's why it tastes better. The mock meats—it's such a like. There's no flavor, so when you introduce flavors into it, it's not trying to—it's not trying to masquerade the beef or the pork flavor. Because if you really do like that, stop seasoning your meat. Then eat it. Eat it. Eat it just
0: Ooh, like that. Oh, he said that. You,
1: <laughs> you won't like it because I'm That's a chef true. and I know people. If we understand for ourselves, we get plates back. I don't like it. It's underseasoned. Season it season more. So it's a fact. It's not something I'm just making up. It's the food's better because of how we're seasoning it, how we're taking care of it, and at the end of the day. I used to be 260 pounds, 260, 260. Wow. It does make a difference. And it didn't go away because I work out crazy. I was like, Oh, you're probably working out because of all the pizza you're making. I used to be a chef. I used to work six, seven days a week. I used to work 10 to 14 hours a freaking day. So I used to work more then, and I work less now. So it should have reversed. I should have lost more weight then than lose
0: yeah, the weight yeah. now. But know? Just, is it really, it comes down to the diet? Yeah. What you eat every day? Cause think about it. Before you what? What do you eat for breakfast?
1: Eggs, bacon, mm-hmm. ham. Mm-hmm. It had to be neutral. You know they like have this like, bro <laughs> with a glass cake. of milk on the side. <laughs> like, but I have fruit. <laughs> I have an orange or a little grape or a little watermelon,
0: you know. No, yeah, it's it's crazy not just going out with my family, it's just seeing them just just eat, and I don't I don't shame them, but it's just crazy just seeing them and like yo, yeah. especially my dad. Be trying to tell my dad like yo, dad like I want you to meet my kids if I ever have kids like to the U.
1: S. The best thing I could do, like especially like if it's in my family, because I really don't preach about it, I would, like when I'm around them, is whatever you go with them and say you're going to a party and they don't they don't have you know they don't have vegan food, bring your bring whatever you're gonna bring, and whatever you eat eat it like it's the most delicious thing you've <laughs> ever put in front of your mouth. Like one time I went and they they invited me to go to a steakhouse and I was like, dude, like any other place and what i could eat was only thing on the menu was honestly like a garden salad and like fries like everything else was like batter. Right? something <laughs> else. Yeah, like, that's the go-to for vegans, bro fries <laughs> so i was like you know what hey i order a plate of uh, your garden salad and i want a big old thing of fries on top and i put like just oil and vinegar on top and i ate it it was like freaking ice cream just like ah, <laughs> this is so good and they even though they have steaks and everything in front of them they look at you like
0: I'm oh, kind of
1: full. I don't kind of want to eat that right now. Like I'm kind of like, a, like what are you doing? Like I'm not preaching to you. I'm
0: just eating. Like I'm enjoying myself. I could think I had a we have a, I have a friend that actually stopped, like going out to eat with us. She didn't say, it, but I know it's because she just felt the, like the odd one out because yeah. like it was it was me and another friend of ours that we didn't eat meat and she did and I guess she always felt away like. Oh, I feel like I gotta stop eating meat because I'm when I'm around you guys, and it's like, hey, if we just influence you like that, that's cool. Yeah. But I'm not here to tell you, hey, stop eating meat because yeah. I don't care what you eat. Yeah. Like I don't. I'm aware of you know. I'm aware of what's going on. I'm aware we shouldn't be eating meat. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do me. But if you don't wanna do that, cool. Yeah. But like, you know, I, for example, I have an, uh, my manager comes up to me and so is like, oh, Chris, you know, when I first stopped, when I stopped eating and I was, I guess I never preached or anything about it. And then he comes up to me, yo, Chris, like I haven't ate meat in two weeks. And I'm just like, yo, that's, that's dope, bro. Cause yeah. I haven't even told you anything, but yeah, I guess you just, you just seeing me and you, I mean, yeah, I'm influencing you. Yeah. That I like it more that way than more so of, y'all yeah.
1: yeah, should stop eating meat. Cause people really feel like they're just shaming them. Because think about like the people that you say who your mentors are, like even the, the superstars that you don't know, they don't know you're following them. Mm -hmm. you're being inspired by you know someone's being inspired by dr dre this dude started in a freaking trunk with a cassette Mm -hmm. and he's a billionaire and he came from my hood if he could do it i could do it he has no idea that person's looking at him that's true you know what i mean so it's like whatever you're doing you have no idea who's looking at you that's true and we're all humans we're all gonna make mistakes we're all gonna have our temper days or something's gonna happen but when you're in a position where people even watch you for a second like you have to Embrace that moment for that person because maybe life put you in that path for reasons for that person to connect for that Certain reason that, that we're doing and you have to be the example, you know And the mm-hmm. best way is being is just be an example without like people who like talk about and talk and talk and talk Like mm-hmm. a lot of times it's kind of, it's kind of like a religion. If you keep talking to go them one year It's gonna go without the other yeah, yeah. if they're not really to like receive, it, you know, or to kind of like embrace it, but if you're just living it and just happy about it and not just like forcing people because if you're just living it and just like why is he so happy like why is he smiling like why is he like why like what is he doing like <laughs> i'm a vegan <laughs>
0: you know just
1: <laughs> why you
0: have to have a vegan bro? for real huh people yeah. really be mad though yeah. and then i hate this whole like you don't get enough protein you don't, you're not you're not you're gonna get weak and man you're
1: not like you're not the biggest animals on earth are what an elephant a giraffe a gorilla, gorilla, a hippo. If you're a lion, you're not eating a male anything. You're eating babies and sick, like adults. That's what you're eating. If you're any kind of predator, you're eating babies and some kind of sick or old predators. You're not eating like the buff male. Hell no, they're not going up against a buffalo. <laughs> the alligator will never touch a hippo. Never, never. They'll just like let the hippo pass by. Like, don't touch him. Mm. See, protein mm. doesn't come from animals. It's just a byproduct. We got the protein from animals because they're eating the animals that have protein. And the animals that we do eat are eating the plants that have the protein. That's why the cows are so big and so strong. That's why the horses, we measure things in horsepower because they're so strong. Sure. They eat hay and alfalfa. That's, just eat that. Just eat plants. Just eat plants. For real. Mm-hmm. For real. Um, uh, so how do you,
0: you didn't answer the question earlier about how you felt about mainstream veganism though. Oh, But yeah, like, yeah. how do you feel about it hitting like Carl
1: Jr.'s and the Del Tacos and the. So I think that's like, a, I think it's great because it does give people options. But it's also like a double-edged sword in a kind of weird way. Mm-hmm. And this is like, people are probably mad if I'm saying this. Um, if Monsanto wanted a monopoly on seeds, it would be a good idea if everyone did go vegan. And that's the only thing that always sticks in my mind is if something's too good to happen, like, because this vegan thing is moving pretty fast, like, faster than kind of like, if you think about it, Del Taco said that when they introduced the Beyond Taco meat into Del Taco, that was the highest sale they ever had since, like, almost they opened. Wow. Which blows my mind. It's like... Whoa, that's kind of crazy. But wow, the promotion behind it, that costs a lot of money to promotion. You have to understand that all this promotion on TV, on the commercials, that's a lot in millions and millions of dollars. Beyond me going public now, I'm sorry, it's public. It's not its not his no more. It's not ours no more. It's, it's
0: so you public. can buy stocks now too, huh? The stocks
1: went uh, up too on that. Yeah. But when it's public, it's in the public's hands. Oh, okay. They yes, choose get you. Like, what happens. They choose the markets. They choose. I mean, think about like... um, Apple. They kicked the guy who invented Apple out because it's market. He was not good for the business. And Steve Jobs had to leave something that he created, you know? Mm. It's the same thing. That's the scary part behind it, which it's a good thing because everyone's doing it. But again, my mind, if Monsanto was up to no good, and they are up to no good, mm-hmm. Fact. the reason we we're in Vietnam wasn't because there was some war or some anything. There was gold inside the mountains. The French were there before that. Um, and Monsanto went in there with orange agent because that was to kill the the plant life, so they get the trucks to go and haul it because they can't get the trucks because of the, of the thickness of the forest. That same company made that poison that's poisoning those people. That same company makes GMO seeds that produces the whole world. Our government also has a seed. that's called a tournament seed that doesn't let the seed actually grow seeds. You have to buy that seed again, and it'll actually kill your crops. And this is all made from this company. So the only scary part about it is if a seed company wants a monopoly on seeds, which that is very much what they want, it would be a good idea if everyone did go vegan. But, again, that's a double-edged sword. Because like they know everyone's it. trying to go vegan, huh? Yeah. But if they, they've already been trying to do seasons be, before, where, um, like corn. corn, corn can pollinate within like a five-mile radius, just off wind. Just wind alone, can pollinate corn um, five miles. If you're a farmer in Mexico that's growing corn, that you've been growing your whole life, that's indigenous, that you've been growing forever and ever and keeping season, just keeping indigenous, and this next farmer here, because they pretty much forced them to do it. Um, starts growing Monsanto seeds, there's corn. It's gonna grow, it's gonna pollinate. Pollinate goes five miles, you can't stop pollination. Once it hits your crops, your crops now has its DNA in it. If Monsanto comes and tests your crops, and you have their DNA in your crops, you'll be sued, or you have to switch everything over. You're losing your tradition. You're losing what things are. Like, watermelon's supposed to have seeds, and it's seedless watermelons. Our food time. Yeah, don't eat those foods. Like. They're good for you, you're not gonna die from them. It's just you're not getting the full value of what that is. You're not getting the full nutrition of what it is. Without it growing seeds, you're telling this fruit that's you're trying to be something, it's trying to say, let's make human beings, but when the female is inside its mother, let's make it not have its own eggs so we can produce its own eggs. You're messing with the dynamics of the GMOs of, of what it is. And that's what that company's doing. You're not supposed to put a patent on life and they're allowed to put a patent on life for money. And once you put a pattern on life, how do you know what it's gonna do if you never created it? You've never touched it. You didn't invent it. You're putting viruses in it to get inside there to change the genomes, and you don't know the outcome of it. And yet we see the little things of it. And again, it's just in my mind. Like it's just a double edged sword in my head. But then again, that's just kind of I'm like <laughs> Nah, bro. You you woke. <laughs> you're woke. That's
0: good. Like you yeah. like now a lot of people would mention Monsanto and all that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you see all the BS that's happening and going on, and it is scary. And I, cause I I do feel like they see that everyone is converting. there because I feel like honestly, bro, social media or Instagram brought a lot of information to people. It's a lot of people find out a lot of info on there and it's waking up people to not eat meat, not eat dairy, and yeah. they see that. And what last year I think the dairy industry lost it was one point one billion. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like they know. Yeah. So how? But but they just so they're gonna try to just just find their ways in yeah. either way. So it makes sense to make it mainstream. So no GMO, just keep away from it no gmo how do you feel about impossible burger because
1: i actually don't i feel like that's worse than the beyond one um there's like things like that came out and i know like us and then again this is like another thing i look at when beyond <laughs> like when public all of a sudden there's a report out that an impossible has gmos and uses spray in their thing and they just say that's true maybe it is or that could be another company going against another company and trying to show off another company just kind of like when sony blu-ray came on another one was like hd you know like red and the two were fighting against each other like it's it's kind of a fight. Like, one went public first and one didn't. And mm. and just because the story came out, like, you have to look deeper. You have to look like, okay, that, that went public and then all of a sudden this story came out and it's almost kind of like to make that competition kind of go away if that's the case. But, I, I don't know. Um, I like veggie burgers, you know what I mean? Like, back in the day we had, like, the black beans and, like... Oh, yeah, I like veggie... You know,
0: that's why... Honestly, shout out to Oasis. Oasis, Riverside's yes. own Oasis. Yes. That was the first place I actually tried... Vegan and I was, I had the burger mm-hmm. and I like those when it's yeah. kiona based, like when they make yeah. it themselves, I,
1: I prefer I, that too. I'm a fan of, of veggie burgers and like black beans and quinoas, and lentils and like I mean, the Beyond and the Impossible. I like all that, that's all great. That's to get people to get, get out of the way. Like, I love, I think, hands down, Monty's probably the best. So, for me, it's the best burger place. And they use it on these, impossible.
0: I was actually, ask, I was gonna ask you that. I was gonna ask you Monty's or Munchies.
1: Oh, but Munchies is different. Munchies has like a whole menu that's like breakfast and like that's that's, that's true that's true yeah. okay when it comes to burgers munchie got some bur- their burgers bro okay the munchie's burgers i love the most is they're western and they have this chicken parm that's so fun it's so good it's so- <laughs> that it's western
0: so good. though bro i was like this is not vegan at all
1: it's so good
0: that was spot on yeah. but uh monty's i think i, I always give it the, in- the vegan in and out
1: yeah that's because that's what it's me. It's like they just do a burger that's simple, it's easy, you pin your mouth, it's like it's never to changed, it's done well, it's a good bun. It's not just iceberg lettuce, it's better lettuce. They pickle their own pickles. Like Do you
0: think it's, you think the quality is still the same? Because I actually, I even spoke to the manager at Montes about it. I told her that um, I thought the quality was way better when they first opened.
1: I know the burger bun was bigger before, and so now what they did is they got a bigger patty and they went smaller on the burger bun, so that's why it looks different. I know they always do the same lettuce. The pickle recipe is still the same. Their sauces are pretty good, and for me, it's just fall your heart cheese is the best. The best the vegan cheese. Case. That's just the best
0: eating. vegan cheese. Off, oh, I hate day. Was it diet? Uh, diet. Oh, that's oh, I have some of that in the fridge right now, and I hate it. Uh huh. I'm and good. Fall your
1: heart, uh chow uh, veal. Life.
0: Have you found anything that's nice. that's replacement for cotija cheese or queso fresco?
1: There's vendors out there. I haven't tried it, but there is vendors out there that's making like queso fresco. Um. Plant alchemy
0: she does an awesome oh cheese. I need try like yeah she's
1: <laughs>
0: <Don't know chilequiles. laughs> okay I want to actually talk about um what we'll, we'll, I want to talk about all the papas. I, I actually want to talk about uh your yours love a moral pizzeria where did this idea come from when did it start where would you like I'm going I'm doing this all
1: right um so this all started in Carl Springs um I was kind of in the transition of kind of like metamorphosing kind of to like a whole different stage of my life and I really walked outside one day, because I, I go outside and talk to the world and tell us to talk to my trees. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. And because uh, I think they're the ears of the world, you know, it's kind of like the law of attraction. You just go out there and just talk and say what you want. The reason I kind of wore this crystal too, um, if crystals uh, vibrate um, higher than everything else, the frequencies, it's kind of if you're talking, your vibrations, your, your, vibrations, your frequencies are going to be pronounced more. So when I'm outside talking... Um, I want to be a billionaire to save the world, like, so I could buy, like, the forest back. Like, that's why I want to be a billionaire. Mm-hmm. So, when I went outside, I said, you know, if I want to save the world, I need more money. And at that time, I was, I was the chef at the Shining Mountain Resort, it was a, a window branch, uh, brand. Um, and literally, like, within weeks, stuff just started happening, like, just fast, just insanely fast. And I knew what I wanted to do. So, I started walking around to Colorado Springs and, um, Start selling tortillas and i called my little brother uh, that i think the night before like hey you know what i know what i'm gonna do i know what i'm do for life i was happy when i started my own business back in the day i had my own like um taco and an um, ice cream truck mm-hmm. and i called it a and j sweet tooth uh and i knew i was happy then um so i wanted to do something like that and i know i, I just always knew how to make tortillas uh for my grandma and so i started getting tortillas, tortillas and walking around Conroe Springs and i thought the name love i'm gonna name the thing Love. Because the doctor, I can't even remember his name. I should have just done my research Forgot here. But the doctor um, from Japan, he put rice in a jar. And one of them, he said to it, um, love and loving and enduring things. And the other one, he you know, said, hate things, I like, hate you, so on and so forth. And within a month, I think, they looked it under a microscope. And the one that said, I love you, was thriving. The microscopes of the cells were thriving. And then under the other one, when they put it under a microscope, the cells that said, I hate you, you're ugly, whatever, they weren't. They were decaying. They were dying. And I thought, like, love is a rule. Like, that frequency, whatever love means, and frequency-wise other things of microscopic things even pick that up even mm-hmm. water picks that up mm-hmm. so i thought all right i'm gonna name my name love so when people say want well, to go to me then i gonna say like love Amaro, love pizzeria Love something to say love so the more people are saying love the more frequency is coming out that says love the reason i picked the color um i'm a cancer and i, I love the beach I love the water so blue is kind of represent love of, of what i want uh the circle is to represent it's just love it's kind of a circle it's kind of a life it's a circle of life of what we have um, and that's kind of how the brand started and once i knew like the tears were working like and you have to get used to a lot of rejection of people telling you no and especially don't know who you are you want to with to ice chest with just food they have no idea like what do i do with it <laughs> eat yeah, yeah, yeah. it <laughs> i don't know yeah i thought like what do you do with that i'm just giving all your tears yeah and i went online and just uh, looked up uh, portable devices that would um that i could use and i knew i didn't want to do like um burgers and i didn't want to do hot dogs and i didn't want to do any of that stuff and I was honestly looking at YouTube for a while and the ovens that I have popped up, they're called Rockbox. And I just like, what are these? Like, these things said they cook pizzas in 90 seconds. Like, no way. So <laughs> then I researched the whole thing, looked the whole company up, looked at everything they're doing. Other people had them went on Pinterest and see other people had them like, oh, okay, I could do this. Like pizza's mm-hmm. easy. Like I love pizza, pizza's <laughs> easy to make. I could I could do a dough. And then, then I got books of like Neapolitan pizza, where it came from, the history how to open a pizzeria. The, um, I read this thing from five guys, one of the owners, one of the brothers. They want to stay where they want to stay at, like in their own little town. And one of the little brothers got the book, um, open your own business Like for dummies. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I read that one. It just changed everything. And now they're everywhere. And I was like, I'm going to get that book. Like if he read that book, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's something in there that, that yeah. has to be really good for me. And once I got that, I got back here to California from Caldwell Springs. Um, it just started i just started i knew exactly what i wanted to do i knew how i wanted to do it i knew how to set it up i knew i didn't want to build it where i had a team because i didn't want to have people say oh i can't make it i can't come and be like man i'm screwing myself where i knew when i made it i would have to build around me um to show off my skills and what i could do and i knew it was gonna be hard and it's it, it is hard if this is very hard if you don't know what you're doing um and i do condition for this i do go to the gym and i do run like i do condition for this because it's, it's very. It's very cool, but it's very um. It's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I started off, I started off in the, in the farm market in uh Crestline, and before that too, like, I'm probably going too far for this. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Um, I would have practiced setting up and breaking down. And when I got to Crestline for my first market, um, it was a nightmare. <laughs> it's your first it pop up. Your was, first yeah, yeah, appearance. It was horrible. I went with myself. Um. My tent flew away, the leg broke, I had to go grab it, put it back together. A uh, vendor came there, he had a big old barbecue trailer and it was he was saying my tent was blocking his big massive trailer, which it's this little parking lot, everyone can see each other. <laughs> so I had like move my tent like twice, it was a nightmare. And right off the back I had uh, a line. Like I got a line like right off the back and I wasn't even ready, did not had no idea what I was gonna do. And I almost wanted to say, you know what, just put whatever money on the table, and I'll just make the pizza for you. Like, whatever you think you want to pay me, just pay me. It. Just put a dollar, put a dollar, I'll pay you. And some lady that, um, Yvonne, and her husband um, got a pizza from your order for me. And she came back and said, you know what, your pizza's really good. You have you're really, really busy, and you have nobody. So I'm going to be your cashier, and my husband's going to work here at your ovens just to make the pizzas. And they honestly saved, like, my whole, like, everything from that night. like. That was the Just Vegana people? No, it oh. was just customers, just Two people just happen to order pizza, and they're just like, we're just going to help you. We're just going to just yeah. do this. Like, what? And that's honestly how it started. It honestly started with love. It started with straight-up love from a different person just because they loved, like, what I was doing. They seen what I was doing. And just every week, too, they came and just like, this is how you're doing it. Um, this is what you should work on. This is maybe, like, um you know, people will, like, watching you because you're fast. So maybe you should get your table and put it this way so we mm-hmm. can watch you do it. And it just kinda of started that way. And But
0: prior to that, did you did you practice any of the recipes first beforehand? Did you try it out? Did anybody taste oh, it? Uh, or you just took took the you know, I'm yeah, going, I'm yeah, going.
1: Yeah. Um so I did uh one day I was at my mom's house and I went to the store and I just bought like just a bunch of stuff, just things that I kind of like I had to adjust kind of kinda like what I wanted to do. Again, I wasn't eating meat, so I didn't want anything meat. The only thing I wasn't have was pepperoni. And so I tried really do everything off like like okay, I'm do like vegetables. I'm a farm market, so I'm to like focus on farm market, like vegetables and what's there all the time in abundance. So I started writing my menu off of that, and when I came back home with a bunch of stuff, I just started just making things. Like, all right, I have to make a pepperoni. I want to make a vegetable pizza with uh, avocado on it with like mushrooms and stuff. I made a berry ricotta pizza <laughs> that got very popular, like super popular. Um, I had a butter pizza with chili and just a regular butter pizza. So if you remember my grandma was like homemade tortillas, but like when she spit butter on it. And great. Um, I can't remember what I had. I think I was probably, yeah, I think it was like five or six. It was a graduation, No, It was for something. I can't remember what it was. And that was it. That was the only time I really just practiced it and just kind of just went for it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> really?
0: Damn. Because I, I always thought people, I mean, I just, my, my perception, I thought you would try it out. All right, cool. Now it's ready. Let's no. go. But I guess what, you just learn as you go?
1: Yeah, the best way for me is, and this doesn't work for everybody, just because I do have experience, is That's right, for yeah. me to throw myself into it. Because I don't know how it's going to work until I'm in it. I can't map it out if I if I can't see it I always kind of work on this logic of if you've never seen the color purple you can't explain the color purple to somebody mm. especially if they're blind you have to see that color mm. so like even like um, the resorts I worked at like if other like resorts in not help and they'll send me there um, a lot of times those resorts didn't see maybe certain things that we got taught here in LA or the, the, the chefs that got taught like in New York it's a different style because those are two like main hubs of like um, a lot of their different things um, so when you go to the places you also get to see with you never seen before. And if they're asking you, Jesse, we want you to do blah, 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 like I have no idea what you're talking about. And then when they say you to go see it, it's like, oh, like, okay, now I got a thousand ideas. Now I could just do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot what we are talking about. <laughs> and the recipes or The recipes. is just to get thrown in and um, if I had downtime um, in my tent, that's when I go to the farm market to get a bunch of ingredients and then I'll come in my tent and just like make like specials real fast and just try to like figure out different flavors and sometimes it don't work. Some things just didn't just a pop and then sometimes you just get like whoa like what was that like that's money like <laughs> yeah let's do that one and then just kind of go where customers a lot of times customers would just say can you actually that's where they came from the mac and cheese pizza can you make a mac and cheese pizza like sure yeah let me try it out yeah know...
0: so like so are you are you constantly trying new recipes out like on the on the daily just like oh just for fun or maybe um like, so how do you decide what's going to go on the menu
1: honestly like a lot of times um a lot of times it just kind of just comes to me like I could just be if I'm not especially if I'm not busy like if it's one of those days it's just kind of slow and you just kind of like oh I'm gonna try this and you just kind of just go and you try it like oh cool and you know give them to somebody and what I'm looking for when I'm giving it to somebody because I don't taste it I never like, really like taste the pizzas because to me it's like if I eat a pizza then I'm wasting a pizza that someone can't taste or someone yeah, can't yeah, buy yeah, like how yeah. do I want to eat my pizzas and not because it grows I just don't want to waste it <laughs> <laughs> Um, and when I give it to somebody, I'm literally watching your face without trying to like be a creeper right? Right? Yeah. (laughs) to see your, your reaction. And if you're like, Oh, like, all right, that one, if you're kind of like, like, all right, right, that one's like, like, don't worry about that one.
0: So what's your, what's the one that sells the most right now? Oh, yeah. Uh,
1: My top seller is probably mac and cheese pizza, the maxed up breadsticks, uh, the pepperoni I have really good pepperoni. Um, and then it's like a a mix between like the pesto and the margarita. And there's certain places where it's like, I'd sell a lot of margaritas. And I think they do it because it's real great. Let's go flowers, It's flour, so <laughs> for the gram.
0: And you're making all these fancy waters too. Oh, yeah. Have you seen their, yeah, your, yeah. I
1: don't know what they're, know what they're called, the California something. Or so I, I first started naming all my drinks uh E equals M, e equals MC square kitchen water. But then that freaked people out because they're like, what the hell? <laughs> 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 like, what is this guy doing? Right. But they don't understand like the, not the science, but almost the science that goes into like each drink, like, and it's only charge $4. Like some people are like $4, like dude, it's only $4. Like there's so much that goes in this drink mm-hmm. and it's making the drinks is you're really getting my heart because I, I really put so much into making like my top solid right now that I'm bringing out for summer is my pineapple cooler, which is made with my floral lemonade, which first started as floral lemonade when I first introduced my summer drinks uh, with rose water. And then from there, I started making different drinks. But the one when I introduced the pineapple into it, that's the one that everyone was just blown away because it's so refreshing. It's just the taste. the uh, It's just really, really good. But the complex of a lot of flavors, because if you put too much flowers in it, too much rose water, too much different things, like you're going to mess that balance up like that because mm-hmm. then you'll start getting floral. You get too much floral and start getting too much bitters. And so for me, drinks was like a science. It's like a, it's like E equals MC squared. It's inclusion, like yeah, yeah. you know? It's kind of like, that's why I call it that way because it's like... Different things, and then I have uh, I haven't even bronk it out, but I have a magnetic stirrer, so it's like what scientists use. And I got before, and a great chef, um, she does it, and I copy her is you get um, milk, so soy milk, and I soak it in cereal milk, and then you strain all the cereal milk, and then the natural like uh, starch and like the cereal too, it, it kind of gives it like, a natural froth, and then inside the jar is that magnetic that kind of spins by itself, and when you put it in there, so now you don't have this big blender making this weird sound, you have this like kind of like this cool like device, and it fluffs up the 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 soy milk. So when you do like tea with like coconut chai tea or something, like that, and you put that fluff on top of mm-hmm. the with the cereal milk. Wow. Oh my God. It's <laughs> wow. It's delicious but it's it's that's what, that's kind of where I started with the E, e equals MC Squares and so now it's just I just call it the drink whatever it is. Just <laughs> call it the drink whatever it is. Yeah.
0: That's funny. But uh, the, the um, what was I going to say about the water uh, not about the water about the oh man I just had it. Damn. <laughs> Forgot. But the uh, the the water actually um, you had before the before the yellow one. You had a different one like this. Um, not actually not the water. You had you make some horchata. I make
1: horchata. Okay. So I don't I like get, horchata, but the one that you make
0: looks bomb.
1: I make a black rice horchata, and I make a matcha horchata. So the black rice horchata is made with black quinoa, black rice, black sesame seeds, uh, fresh uh, cinnamon, vanilla, um, and then I get oats and then use soy milk and then put that in there, and it's really good. I did that for winter. Um, you be giving your recipes out like that? Yeah, because we're not gonna write a cookbook anyway, so you always gonna get them. You know, if Ray Miyako puts out her book together with her great cheese, <laughs> like, so can I. <laughs> and and prior to you, um, like, did you, did, you do
0: a, did you do a lot of test runs on all this stuff, like, or to, to no. you be like, okay, I finally got it. This this is how it's gonna be,
1: or is it? Or is it, does it taste different every time? Uh, no, um, it can not taste just different every time. It's just because, like, say for the summer drinks, if. Right now, like the pineapples that are coming in are Costa Rica pineapples. So if you're getting a pineapple that's sour and it's all green, your it's your your sweetness level won't be the same. If you get the pineapples that have like the orange and the red, that's when your sweetness is like insane. Mm-hmm. I look for those, but then you can't control those sweetness sometimes. Sometimes it's gonna vary on on those kind of sweetnesses. But when it comes to like the horchata, those are more kind of like like straight up ingredients. But when it comes to like the fruit stuff, like the fruits like blueberries, taste like blueberries in summertime. If you get blueberries in spring or winter, they don't taste like blueberries. They're kind of just like sour little. Flavors and bites. So it kind of just depends on the fruits, too.
0: It depends. Yeah. Yeah, because I'd be, like, wondering that. Like, do you have to perfect it? You yeah. To, you have, like, a certain recipe that...
1: Yeah, so, like, in any drink, let's say this is the drink bottle. If any drink, like, sugar, if you make a simple syrup, that's equal parts water and sugar. You mix together with one water, let it cool off. And this is your cup. About here, you want to put the simple syrup. And then just put whatever. What do you want to drink? Whatever. It's coffee, tea, whatever. And that's, like, that's kind of, like, enough sugar for it. And you make everything from scratch for the most part, or really? The only thing I don't make is my own cheese. I get uh Miy- I even I'm not, right? Miyoko. I don't think I've seen her in a while. Miyoko, there you go. Miyoko, Miyoko, <laughs> uh, fall your heart, and Trader Joe's uh, mozzarella in my blend, and then I like add up more stuff to it, and then everything else I make.
0: Have you have you tried looking into making your own cheese, or you don't really care? No, nah, because
1: I figured like Miyoko's a queen, like i'm not gonna be better than her <laughs> <laughs> like people too like you know I, I give you yeah i heard,
0: like, heard you recently stop using follow your heart because people were complaining about it so oh
1: that's right i don't use follow heart anymore i keep saying that i gotta stop saying that i use uh so delicious so so delicious because people were complaining about um not complaining but they're um soy free and so delicious too it actually bubbles better it um mm-hmm. it browns better and it's a coconut oil based uh cheese um, I gotta stop saying that because I keep forgetting it. I switched them over um, for the soy the soy free pizza uh, people what are your thoughts about uh, soy I don't mind it whatsoever Um, the everyone's freaked out about it Um, that has a bad rap mm-hmm. but all the soy that are GMOs and are all really bad for you that's not going to us that's going to animals because our cows eat there's more animals than human beings so those soybeans are going towards those cow animals because they have feed them in abundance and they can't afford to have crops just not bloom or crops that just have famine that hit them so they want to genify those Crops to survive every single thing so they could feed those animals so we could buy them because the billions are in those animals, not the crops. Mm. Yeah, I've been hearing a lot of things about soy. Because yeah.
0: I, now I see myself always, like, I go for the non soy, non GMO type uh, things. Yeah. And I feel the way, like, you know, when I eat soda or something, I'm like, man, I should not have had that. Because <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: soy, uh, when, uh, so this is, is So tofu with soy, uh, when you're eating tofu, what they're doing is getting soybeans, steaming it up, smashing it, uh, pressing it, and then putting it in water. But what about the whole, men shouldn't eat soy because of estrogen, or it builds estrogen? I don't have men <laughs> <laughs> But you have heard that, right? Yeah, yeah but like, that's, that's again, like, okay. Is like, that a myth? Like, okay, so, like, all China, like, those dudes are pretty skinny. Like, all those dudes are pretty yeah, skinny. And they eat tofu every day. Like, a lot. Like, they have tofu houses. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's it's a myth. It's just. Just do to it. That's, yeah.
0: I, I, yeah, I'm that type. They'd be like, nah, I prefer not soy. I always say I prefer not soy. Like, yeah. But then you see a lot of these people, a lot of these new vendors, or even vendors now, they, they're going towards a lot of non-soy-based yeah. products. Yeah. Like even meats and all that. Like, yeah. shout out to D from the Vegan Munchies, because she's she been like, she'd be using more mushroom-based. Oh, man, when it comes top to Mexican five. food, no one's topping her. Yeah, top five. No one's topping D right now. Especially that Menudo D. Yeah. Nah. Actually, man, I want to thank you because you actually put me on to um, D, uh, D. You put me on to Anti-Dairy. Shout out to Anti-Dairy, too. You put, me on to, uh, you, put, you put me on to Yogi, Yogi Chef. Shout out to Yogi. And his tamales.
1: Go try his tamales. I
0: haven't, bro, I haven't tried none of his food yet. I've been, I've been wanting to. I just never find the time. I, really? I, it just never lines up. Mm-hmm. I have to go to LA all the time. Mm-hmm. I, I want his arroz Arroz chafo, oh, chaf, is it? Oh, jeez. Or the lomo saltado. Yeah. yeah, that's what I need. He
1: has a touch. And you put me on to Mad Eating Plant. And munchies. Top, top five is definitely Eating Plant. Jesus Christ. There's boughs and their noodles and oh,
0: they're just so good. <laughs> but uh super shout out to Anti Dairy. I really, I really fucked with the anti-dairy and mm-hmm. they they show so much love to me too even when I when I when I stop by and everything, so Shout out to Poe and all them. What I, up? I really enjoy. I, I actually like just walking in there and seeing like women running this whole thing and doing the thing. And she gets down, huh? Just oh, she's she so gets mad. down, and then just the food, bro. Oh man! Yeah. The, when I first had that orange chicken, I was like, "There's no way she got this on the like spot on,
1: like spot on." That was amazing. The key with Chef Po is she knows how to cook with fire, and what I mean with that is Chinese cooking. When you have good Chinese food, when it's flaring up in the wok and you're letting the fire touch the oil and that oil burns and that oil gets back into your food that's a flavor she knows how to perfect that and oh god it's just so delicious <laughs> it's so delicious it's so good
0: see man like so she's a chef too right like she's mm-hmm. into all that cooking and yeah mm-hmm. you guys have the advantage cause you guys already like are into just food itself and you're into trying new things and you're into like, yeah. like I wanna know all that stuff you are talking about the pineapples I wanna know which is how it <laughs> tastes you know like <laughs> so that's the advantage you guys have but yeah. A lot of these vendors that actually started starting up their the pop ups and all that. Are they chefs too, or they're
1: just? Uh, some are, and there's different um, levels of chefs. Like because in my, my business, I learned, or not learned, but seeing a lot of different styles. And there's definitely different styles and different types. Um, but there is definitely chefs in our business. Um, and the ones that are, you could definitely tell. And those are the vendors that really stand out, and you can really like kind of see like their um their product. And there's other vendors that are not chefs, but they have an amazing product. It's just. It's at home cooking, you know, and it's different. Like, it just, because with the chefs, I think we have a, we have to make everything look pretty. You know, just that's second nature. Everything has to look pretty. It has to, you have to, look, like, eat with your eyes first. So, everything has to look like this amazing thing. So, I think those vendors, you could probably see that in their cooking, you know, their style when they plate up. And you can see, like, oh, they're probably chefs, but they have, like, uh, chef experience. Um, but there's definitely a few. Yeah,
0: because I've been wondering that. Because a lot of these, like, I, honestly, I like how everyone has their own lane. Yeah. I have like everyone, like, finding their own. Because like, I, hate, I hate, like, when they try to just, like, you, the new ones start coming up, and it's like, oh, there's already one of those. like You guys already copied. Like, when it comes to sushi, sushi that's already covered. Yeah, I feel like you covered pizzas. Yogi's covered Peruvian food. Po and them have covered Chinese food. Yeah. D has covered Mexican food. I feel like everyone's covered everything.
1: In the M Empire, we just need a barbecue guy. Barbecue Inland Empire. Have you had Compton Vegan? Hell yeah. I haven't had
0: that.
1: Yeah. Hey, Compton Vegan too? What's up, brother?
0: Yeah, that looks that was dumb. Jackfruit ribs. I mean,
1: yeah, yeah that looks that, looks, that looks bomb. I need to try them. And I did a collab with him. Um, I think like last month we did the mac and cheese pizza with his barbecue ribs on top, with barbecue sauce, and then the cornbread crumbles on top. Wow, yeah, that's pretty good. Did that collab. I heard you you yeah. doing a collab with Yogi too, no? Uh, we were uh like it was probably about like three weeks ago or something like that at uh vegan Sundays. Vegan Sundays. But he forgot to hit it. Yogi you forgot your stuff, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, when it comes to um.
0: Uh, this whole food thing. I just are you just trying to do like pizzas and pop ups? Are you trying to do more YouTube content, YouTube videos, maybe or? Do you watch any cooking shows, any food shows? Are you into any, any of that?
1: No. So my life is very my, actually. My life is very simple. Um, and I kind of I don't know where to take um, this at. I, I know everyone like you know says storefront. Of course, that's like the that's the next spot, so everyone can always enjoy it um, for what it is because this is. The hard part for this, and I talk to my kids about this, is um, I have to learn to love this. And this is probably where coming out of me. I'm not, I never dreamt of being the pizza guy. I never had a dream of that I was gonna do pizzas, and I was like, I can't wait to do pizzas. Like, then a damn chef, I, I love to cook food, 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 every food. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people are like, oh my God, like, you probably want, like, this is so great, like, oh my God, like, if someone who actually wanted this, like, really, really wanted this, they would love to have like what I have. Like mm. they would love to have it. They'd love to wanted to be part of it. They just in my mind, like, it's, it's it's a business right now. And what this business is gonna do is is provide me to do things that I wanna do. Like again, like I know that sounds funny, but I really do want to buy back the rent for us. So I really do want to start my own charities that I don't get no money from the charities that this hundred percent of the charity money goes into what is the cause is is for those things. Like one of the things I wanna do is there's a lot of kids in school, like they, you know, they don't sleep in beds, like they just sleep on couches, they sleep on the floors. And um, when I was going through kind of rough times in my life, a lot of times I had to make my own furniture and it's not that hard, it's very, very simple. So like some of the I want to start too is like funding like schools with the children like that don't have beds and to go in their house and actually make the bed so it fits properly in their house and just like, well here's a bed, figure mm, it out. Yeah. Like go actually go do it for them and set it up for them. So like the parents doesn't even feel like it's a it's like a, a pain in the butt to do, it. you know, I just kinda of take care of that myself. But I want all that to kinda of grow that way. So love and moral and that's why it's called Love a Moral uh, Love and a Moral Pizzeria. It's one of like many things that I could do. And it's one of the many things that's on my list that that I wanna do. Um, but this is like just the very beginning. This is the very just scratch of it. Um it's gonna open the doors for everything you wanna do.
0: Yeah. 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 So you wanna incorporate other foods besides just pizza? Do uh, you more restaurant based or what do you
1: And and, and yes and no, it just I I can't be involved because I need to live my life too. Oh, okay. And, I see. And, and I see. Yeah. If I want to start a charities, like I can't be the guy that's in the kitchen because if this is just being like, again, just the experience of a chef is you can't manage nobody. If your head's facing a cutting board, you manage because you stepped away and you let people manage your stuff. So if I start like restaurants, I can't be the guy that's going to be in the restaurants. And so it's just, it's right now. My time right now is, is kind of, um, observing, observing kind of like the best way to go. Um, and to really use my company as a as a as a, stand, as a pedestal for other people because um, i do have a voice and i do have something to say and my company does mean something um when it went full vegan it it went full vegan it went full vegan for a reason not because of diet not for your money not for your dollars i was selling out before i went vegan it's vegan because for a cause every tuesday i fast uh for the living beings that are going on, on earth are dying every day and i just i just I don't know i don't know how to really Go forward with it, you know. It's not, it's not a clear picture yet.
0: And you just got to take it day by day.
1: Yeah.
0: And, yeah, right now, you just... You, oh, right now, it's cool. I guess... You, well, you're, you're happy, though, at least, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You, you make... You know, absolutely. you're spreading your love. People are, People really like your pieces. You're making people happy. Yeah. Uh, you got your kids working with you sometimes. I've been seeing them.
1: And that's honestly the best thing. It's Some of these things are four hours. A lot of times, my other job, I work, again, 10 to 14 hours. I could just see my kids more. I get to spend more time with my kids. I get to do those things, you know, who you gotta prep, okay, but they're right there, like, yeah. like I see them, like, yeah, are yeah. Right, like, my children are right there by me, like, that's like the best, like, it's the best. And, I, and
0: uh, do they, um, are they vegans too?
1: They're mm-hmm. vegans when they're with me, and then when they're with their mom, um, whatever. Yeah, I'm not gonna force them. On them. <laughs> that's cool though, but they don't mind, they don't mind either one. Yeah, because for me, it's, it's, my money is not going to that. My money is not, and there's times like, when I first started too, like, you buy something, like, oh, like Oh crap! It has freaking like no powder in it, and mm. like it goes in the trash. Like not anything about it. Like you just throw in the trash. Like my money went to it, but not consume it. And not because it's gonna give me sick or I think it's disgusting. It's the idea of a, what it is,
0: of Dedication. what it's doing,
1: of just it. Like again, our it's just. I just said uh, the milk industry is just very sad. It's, yeah, it's, it's
0: basically pus, bro, and that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. The dairy is bad, bro. Y'all think eating meat's bad? Dairy's worse. <laughs>
1: And I know some people like, um, especially my family, they'll argue with me and say, you know, well, sorry if you're religious, but they'll say, God, you know, you know, made uh, cows for us to drink milk, and milk is for us. And I'll kind of like respond back, well, God did make milk for us, but He put in human beings, you know, like in humans to give to humans, Mm. and that's where it comes from. And then we take them off like our milk, and then we then turn to cow milk for some weird reason. Like it's, we're all stuck in that in that trap. And then once I stepped out to say. That is kind of weird, like, because we do have milk, so why are we just the mil- milking humans in if we really want milk? Because that's what we're, we're supposed to do. And instead of milking a cow, he's not on this, like, land on, like, grass, and, like, he's jumping. Like, it's a big, giant, ugly, freaking lot with crap, piss, everything on it because they're not cleaning up the crap. What's cleaning up the crap you, the person there? No, who's doing that? That's too much. So they live in it. They lie in it. They sleep in it. So it's just nasty, full of pus. It's nasty, just a horrible thing. And just how you get milk. Like, how, how does... You have to wreck the cow, like, to get milk. Like, you have to put, they put their hand their butt to, like, make their vagina straight and then inject sperm into there. And then once the baby cow comes, think about your dog, like, if your dog had a baby, and then the next day literally take all her babies away and then strap them so they, so we could drink milk. You know, it's kind of like, I'm coming to collect your daughter because I'm thirsty. Like, and I'm going to make a whole monopoly of just little girls because I want milk. It's kind of like the same right. weird scenario now you said you actually every tuesday you fast yeah because for the animals For the animals can you talk about that a little bit yeah so about a group of us of uh caesar from silent march uh a few of the pressers kind of got together and said um and this was kind of happening like i think it was like once a year or every once a month it was kind of a thing that kind of like people were doing and we just decided that um every single tuesday we'll do a full fast um, for the sufferings uh, for the animals for me i did it because i can't go to the protests i can't go to the um the visuals because of my schedule so for me it was like if I can't do that part then this is something I can't do and I could do it all the time and it's not going to affect me um they don't get to have water for two weeks before they go to those things or life of a pig only move like six inches and that's forward and back and that's what's three three like they can't even move and then they have to be in this truck you know and those guys that go out there and just stand there in the cold especially when it's winter and just stand there and wait for these trucks to come in from like you know just certain places and to give them water, just because they haven't had water in two weeks, like that's, that's like, that's, great. Yeah, it's that's great. like some hero stuff, you know. That's the stuff that gets you in heaven, like, that's some warm stuff. So I, I can't do that. It's not that I can't, and this is just my way of, of doing it, you know, and that's why I do it. They always
0: say that people that have the most sympathy for animals are the actual, they are are the actual good people, and the ones that are are don't. Cat feelings for animal or people that are like, you gotta watch out maybe for because yeah. <laughs> they don't have to have less feelings and less of a heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's just So all day from the time you wake up till the next following day? Nah, the so from midnight Monday till midnight Wednesday or mid morning oh, wow. Wednesday. Yeah. And is it is it does it get easy? Or is it you used to it or are you like is it rough all day? Like man, I'm so hungry.
1: So I just like assume like maybe about a liter and a half of water. I do work my full market in Loma Yeah. Um, I don't take it easy, I don't rest, and then when I didn't do like the market about somewhere else, I'll still go to the gym and do my thing, do the civil condition and just not let it like flow you because every single day as Americans, we put in too much food in our bodies, so you don't need all the food in your body to begin with. Um, and like, we don't have to drink as much water as we think we do. Like, we have to drink so much water because when the water went to bottles, all of a sudden we need to drink like eight bottles of water a day to help the water industry sell more water, obviously. But before that, doctors never said with drinking bottles of water, that's
0: not a fact. That goes back to me saying, y'all got to question everything you've been taught. Because mm-hmm. people really just go by what they've been
1: taught. Yeah. But yeah. that makes sense, yeah. And you're just, you're, you're, you're thinking, about, we're thinking about commercials that were sponsored. Like, Milk Does Body Good, that was sponsored by the milk industry, by the milk industry. <laughs> you know, it's like,
0: Do you ever think we'll get to a point
1: where these industries are for us or for the better of us? They're going to be for wherever the dollar's going to be. So if you're supplying demand, again, like, it's, it's a double-edged sword. You know, and if everyone starts buying vegan, which we should, because it does stop. And it, the, the thing about everyone going vegan, which is probably the best thing, too, is road hunger stops. So all, like, the grains that we're feeding cows and everything else, because there's more of them than humans, that fills could be used to feed human beings. And not, like, horrible grain, like, this hard grain, like, this crap mm. that we send them, like, food, like, actual food. So, again, a double-edged sword, but... Gosh,
0: that is a door sword. Man, I mean, I guess as long as we live in a capitalistic society this is what it's going to be, right?
1: Yeah, so it's like, it's... For them to change over, they will change over if everyone goes that way, right? Because all they want is a dollar. The reason the reason there's so much plastic is because we buy it. We, we buy it because it's easy for us. The reason that we're eating so much meat is because we're consuming so much meat. Now they're telling us with commercials and using all their tactics to, like brainwashes, but we're buying that. All the milk and everything, Don't I mean, again, tactics and everything, but we're buying that. We're consuming that. We're putting everything we possibly can. We're times where we didn't eat this way. Like, think about the 50s and 60s and all the pictures you've seen then. Like, people didn't look the way they look, how they look now. Oh, yeah. Like, big time difference. Like, just a huge we're difference. I want to
0: text you today. I actually texted something about, like, a, a joke about that. I'm like, why are there more bigger people now than, like, yeah. slimmer people?
1: I think about, like, in the 30s, like, those black and white, like, uh, TV shows were like, Little Johnny, like, eat your beef. No, Dad. Like, like, <laughs> it was training since the beginning because the beef industry is a billion dollar business so we use everything possible like to make that better so when you do that like it's a training thing because back then we didn't eat that much beef we didn't eat that much pork it wasn't abundant eating meat was a rich thing like even the steak wasn't right day thing for everyday people right. like that was someone like oh this is a special thing where I have money like yeah. not everyday people it was but now it's abundant and now we can't even keep up with it because now it's it has to be cheap it has to be at this price and it's just it's devastating it's just it's so devastating so for them to switch over it
0: would take a lot, but I heard that's why they canceled the uh, Popeye, like the, the cartoon, because he was promoting eating like spin like vegetables. For
1: reals?
0: <laughs> I heard that's why they cut it short, because you know, people thought you can get strong off eating spinach. And you, you can. That's you know, so what I'm saying, yeah. So it made it made sense when I heard that. I was like, hey, that kind of makes sense, yo. Know? Yeah, you can, you definitely can. Because you didn't think about it, you promoted like eat your spinach and not uh, strong. You feel me? So it wasn't like eat your steak or eat your so I'm I heard that and I was like, hmm, I like that. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, before we get out of here, man, I actually want I have a couple fun little questions I wanna ask you. Cool, cool. Uh top five vegan foods.
1: Ooh. Like vendors or foods? Just foods, uh,
0: veganized foods. Foods, foods, yeah.
1: foods, um, everything Mexican. <laughs> I got to do the vendors then. Top five vendors. Oh, top five vendors. All right, uh Jess Vigana, Santa, D munchies, Manning Plant, and J Vegan Sushi. Those that good. That's my top five. Those are good. And yeah, I think, I think I asked you this earlier. I don't
0: know if you, if you gave it a straight answer, though. Montes or Munchies?
1: I don't know. Those are two different things. It's like, <laughs> I go there for that, and I go there for that. Like, it's it's two different. But family, Munchies. My homies, for sure, Munchies. To go support them all the time, Munchies. Mm. Monty's down the street. It's literally down the street. <laughs> right it's like
0: right there. <laughs> it so, is. It's right there. It's it the other I got to. Right, all, right, all right, this one. This one. This one, this one might be kind of good. Boku Pop. Is that how you say it? Boku Pop? Boku pop. Next to Monty's. Food Lab. Oh, uh, Food Lab. No, no. That's how you say it, right? Boku Pop. Boku pop. Inside the, the ice cream place?
1: Yeah. Uh huh.
0: That or your gelato?
1: Oh, my gelato. Really? It's gelato. Your gelato better? It's, g- it's not It's not ice cream. It's gelato. There's a difference. So gel- ice cream has air. Gelato is more dense. But there's this,
0: what? There's a sorbet, though, huh?
1: There's sorbet. Yeah. But with mine, I could do, like, because I'm I'm perfecting my uh, strawberry gelato. Um, I'm going to, I just got some matcha from Tiger Matcha. It's really a high-grade matcha, super good. Um, I'm going to start trying to make a gelato out of that one. Um, In the past, I made a black sesame seed gelato. Oh, that is so good.
0: So you have a thing for ice cream? Because I know earlier you said you ran an ice cream. You had an ice
1: cream business? Yeah, my kids told me, um, Dad, what's the funniest thing that happened to you? Or what's the saddest thing? I'm going to drop my ice cream. <laughs> 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 I really like ice cream. It's, it's. I think, um, in the chef role, when everyone says, you know, I like chocolate de croix, I like lava cakes, I like soufflés. Ugh, ice cream. Are you kidding me? Like, ice cream hits your mouth and hits every sensation. The way it melts, how it goes down your throat, it makes you feel like a freaking kid. Like, ice cream truck music in your head. Like
0: Ice cream is fire. I can't live I love ice cream. <laughs> Especially Naramu. Naramu. No, but uh, what,
1: what, what uh, flavor do you like?
0: I like the... Um, the uh the butter pecan one I don't know which I. I like that one I like the
1: I really like their cooking and cream
0: and they have the rocky road tastes pretty spot on yeah it's pretty spot on that but I actually see I was actually about how long it takes to perfect something because actually you you worked on the gelato for the longest so you actually released it huh
1: well I've always um kind of like messed with ice cream stuff and then when it came to just vegan food like I I had to um before I really like touch dishes or anything, I'd, like, I'll do like, a lot of research. I'll go on YouTube, I'll go on the internet, and really try to find out what it is. And especially with the vegan stuff, like, there's nothing. Like, there's really nothing. So you have to kind of find your base of, like, if you're looking at vegan ice cream, like, look at 20 videos. Like, which one do you like better? Like, what part do you like better? Like, does it look like how you want it to look like? Does it, like, look like a texture? And if it doesn't, like, kind of take that part, that part, that part. And then I bought a book of, like, the science of, like, making ice cream. So then would like, all that knowledge kind of put together, like, all right, that should work. And then Okay, it's more ice cream. Like, I want gelato. I'm a, I'm a vegan pizzeria. I'm a pizzeria. Yeah. Pizzerias have gelato. They don't have ice cream. They have gelatos. So they're affecting that. And like, how do I get that gelato? Because ice cream is when it's whipped, it has air. And the gelato has, it has more like a pizza hook. When it, when was whipping around, it's not getting the air, so it's not getting dense. And that's why like it's, it's just different. You know when it's, like, <laughs> it's, it's just, it's a whole different melt. Um. So I found the ingredient that would help me achieve achieve that. And now it's just buying more more ice cream makers right too to really produce it. Because if I start doing that, I think that one would give me, like, three quarts, maybe. Three little pints. Or something like that. I ain't pints. I got a pint.
0: Yeah. Word. All
1: right, so, another question. Uh,
0: Your favorite dish from Anti-Dairy.
1: Oh, I don't have one. I just go in there and be like, "Oh, make whatever you want. <laughs> I'm not even lying. Like, hey, maybe whatever I want. Like, however you want. It. Don't let me just... And then you get to see her spark up and light up and fire, and it's going to taste even better because she's like... Not cooking the same, like only she you the know, cooking the same that's true like, that's true. she gets to like do her you know like be creative but um oh, I can't even remember the name it, but she did me this one dish it had like these noodles and this curry in it um oh, I can't remember what she called it but that was so delicious yeah
0: I, re- I just had her recently on oh, well, sunday I had her um she had this new dish this um the, the noodles with the, I don't even know what it's called, but it you noodles know, yeah. yeah
1: have it like uh, mm-hmm.
0: just, oh my god yeah sick. all right favorite dish from uh the vegan munchies
1: oh my god like everything <laughs> her oh Jesus um I mean hands down like her tamale locals are just delicious yeah, tamale, like, yeah, like pasta salad on top of a tamale like it just works it just works so <laughs> it just works so good. Um her menudo, her pasola is always on point. She makes her chicken wings. Like she oh, she makes, makes them. She makes those things. Like, oh wow, I didn't know that. I thought yeah. she had a vendor. She makes those. That's a difference. That's that's work. Um. Oh, her it's everything. Yeah. It just, I can't. Her bedia. Oh, her bedia. I literally oh. buy like when I go to her booth. I want one, one,
0: one. one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I spend so much money at these uh little get together. Speaking of, like the little festivals and all that. Um, do you have a favorite festival to set up at? Um. Or favorite, like you know, my
1: all time. Favorite one that I did was uh, KW Fair on Sundays in uh, Santa Ana, Orange County. The reason that one was, like, the best one, it doesn't happen anymore. It's just there was probably, like, maybe, I don't know, like, 25 or 30 vendors. But it was, like, family. It was so much family because we were, like, in a big circle lot, like, in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. And there was no ma- major street. So everyone that came there was because it was my fans, her fans, that fans, that fans that came there. And this family of, like atmosphere it was such the most amazing just experience even to this day like other vendors still talk about like just those days just yeah, yeah of that feeling it was you know and but by far that was my favorite one but like my fun one now is probably like vegan sunday because it's just so it's like so just
0: that's uh the, the hollywood one huh yeah i need just to hit that one so i see a lot big. of people i actually want to try what's her name um uh the cambodian one cambodian
1: food one straight uh stray vegan like that there's a lot man there's like she's like 40 vendors over there <laughs> don't i don't know all
0: but, yeah, I, yeah, because I know you, there's no, what yeah. happened to OCV, uh, the vegan village?
1: So I do that one on Mondays in Orange County at the, uh, Women's. That's Beanless Mondays now? Yeah. That's that's the one with, the uh, OC, uh, Vegan Village. Mm, okay. And they're the ones who own Munchies. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, they do the whole, it's their fair. That's oh, how it matters. works. Yeah, It'll yeah. Work. yeah the, hey, Munchies works. Yeah, I need Skyler work. on the, I need Skyler on this podcast, bro. Yeah, I need he you. works. And, uh, as I've seen. All right, man, well. Thank you so much for stopping by, bro. So, I really so. appreciate it. It's really nice to finally talk about like this health food, food stuff, and health. Because yeah. I I always tell people I'm into a bunch of things, you know. Whether I'm full vegan or not, I'm just yeah. aware, and I'm and I just I like the community. I like what's happening here, and I like the whole little thing that's growing, whole yeah. vegan wave. Okay. I mess with it, bro. Thank you so much, man. Overly Blunt Podcast. Love tomorrow. We out.